Ola. Did you watch that whole game? Ooh, um, Corey Crawford just got pulled in Chicago. Shit, what's the score there? Three to one against the Devils. That's yo. That's interesting. I'm Amy. I'm Julie. And it's time to pucker up for the holidays or something along those lines. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. That's right. It is. The, sec- is this the first night of Hanukkah? Yeah, second night of Hanukkah. Second night. Um, it is Festivus. For the rest of us. Tomorrow is Christmas Eve. And I would like to air some grievances. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, there are a few grievances um, to be aired after uh, hockey tonight. The uh, Cats game. <laughs> Hold on. Henry would like to air some grievances. Henry is currently airing some grievances. December 23rd, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard. <laughs> Can't believe a year went by so fast. Close on Dallas, who fired their head coach. And we still don't know why. This is true. This happened a couple of weeks ago. Was it a couple of weeks ago or was this literally last week? I have no concept of time anymore. Um, I don't either. According to, I think it's two weeks ago now. According to Elliot Friedman, the um, it happened during the Board of Governors meeting. Um, it was asked on uh, the previous day if there, were, if there were any ongoing investigations into abuse or racial comments ongoing, and the press were told no. Um, we were then subsequently col- told regarding this um, Jim Montgomery firing that it didn't have anything to do with the hockey team or the Dallas Stars organization. And then we did find out that not even the stars themselves knew that he was going to be fired or what he was fired for. Um, so likely this means that he was fired for on-ice behavior. And it kind of seems like... You mean off-ice behavior. But yes, okay. off-ice behavior. Sorry. I've had two sips, <laughs> two sips of the vodka soda that I cracked open. Oh, no. We're in trouble. Yeah, fired for off-ice behavior, which probably means gambling. It kind, yeah, everything that's come out kind of sound like it said, oh, it was just a lapse in judgment. He didn't really do anything illegal. It was just, you know, which makes it really sound like he was betting on Stars games. I mean, seriously? In this? Mm, okay. And then shortly thereafter, Peter DeBoer was fired in San Jose, which was for hockey reasons. Because now you can clarify yeah. if a man was fired for hockey reasons. Or other reasons. Pick things from the checklist. Yeah, well, and the Sharks haven't been <laughs> doing much better with their new coach. Who is their new coach? I can't even remember. Boner. That's right. How could you forget? One of our beautiful listeners, as soon as That's the exactly was fired, right. messaged us and was like, oh, you guys are going to love this new coach. His name is Boner. <laughs> didn't he wasn't he the coach of the panthers prior to uh coach q no the coach of the panthers well maybe it was no because i'm thinking about gallant being sent on this merry way in a taxi um it that, could be oh. i don't know i that would require me paying attention to the panthers at all uh, remembering the panthers exist the, that too i'm watching the tail end of the buffalo game and they have an empty net so it's like yipe we should have let this game finish before we got on this, but we didn't. <laughs> um, and then uh, Taylor Hall was traded. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Now, the interesting Not. thing is he didn't ask for a trade. He, you know, busted his ass for New Jersey until the very end. He knew he wasn't going to stay there, though. Oh, no, he did. He knew back at Thanksgiving that he was being traded or being shopped. So he ends up in Arizona where he's with... Uh, my husband, Phil Kessel, they can grow potatoes together. I was just going to say they can become sharecroppers or what have you. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> now, more interesting than Taylor Hall. Have you heard about Leah Sanderson? I saw a little bit about that on the Twitter today. All right. But I've been mostly out and about doing family things. What Something about how he, was... He yeeted himself. What happened was... So, basically, the New York Rangers are a shitty organization who treat their international players like shit, we've come to learn in the past few uh, months. And uh, Leah Anderson, whether he's good or whether he's bad, was sent back down to uh, Hartford 
which is the Hartford work, uh, Hartford, Hartford Wolf Pack, which is uh, the farm team. Of they the play Avengers. in the home of the whale. Amy went to see them last year. Amy, who did they play? Sound Tigers. Suck. There we go. So basically, Leah Anderson decides that he's had enough of the New York Rangers and requests a trade. As soon as he has requested this trade, he ceases reporting to the Wolfpack. Like, he's like, I'm not playing for this system anymore. I am done here. And so the Rangers suspend him because he didn't report to practice. Um, Which all makes sense. Sure. I mean, they're within their rights to do that. But I guess from his standpoint, I also understand that. Um, Sure. But they can't trade him if he's suspended, yes? I do not know. I mean, I would think if you suspended a player that he would be ineligible for a trade. That it. I'm not sure how it works. I would imagine. I'm going to ask the internet. The next thing that we see about it is that we're going to see mutual termination of contract or something Mm, like that. Or unconditional waivers or. Well, usually unconditional waivers are for mutual termination of contract. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is interesting because a lot of people are like. Well, we saw him, blah, 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 at World Juniors. And I don't know if you remember that, but he had been picked in the first round, um, seventh overall. Two years ago at World Juniors, Sweden came in second, and Leas Anderson took off his silver medal and threw it into the stands. That was Leas Anderson. So, of course, all of the people are coming back saying, oh, well, we knew he was... he." was a bad player he he was childish immature whatever 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 but that was like an 18 year old boy and they do stupid shit like that and if you recall axel jansen fialbi was one of the guys involved in that as well he also took his medal off and was suspended two games or leas anderson was suspended three so it's not just leas anderson that like i mean we don't hold anything against axel jansen fialbi for that so mm-hmm. anyway or do we we hold some things against Axel for some other things that Axel did, which was leaving Hershey to go back to Sweden last season. But things seem to be fine now. He scored the overtime game-winning goal last night, so maybe we forgive him. I can't find anything about suspensions. It, according to Reddit, you can still practice with the team. You can still work out with the team. But you that's just can't dress the, for a game. That's suspended by the league. That's not suspended by the team. Oh. That's a disciplinary suspension. That's not suspended by the team. Oh. It's different. Well, then, yeah, then it might not have any effect at all. I would think if it were the league, then you wouldn't be able to trade a currently suspended player. Speaking of suspensions. Yeah. Jeremy Ronick was also suspended by NBC Sports. Um, so, so Fucking A he was. Jeremy Ronick said some things on the space. Isn't it Ronick? Whatever. Who gives a shit? Ronick, Ronick. Jr. Jr. said some things on the Spit and Chicklets podcast that he probably shouldn't have. Because if you or I said things Holy like hell. this about coworkers, we would be fired. Yep. This is an HR issue. So basically, this is from the article I read about it. Um, when another resort guest asked about the situation, which was um, Catherine Tappan being on vacation with uh, Ronick and his wife. He and his wife. Uh, she's friends with Ronick's wife. He said, I play it off like we're going to bed together every night, the three of us. And then he said also, if it really came to fruition, that would be really good, but it's never going to happen. Implying that he wants to fuck Catherine Tappan. I mean, he's more than implying. In the same interview, he called Sharp, Patrick Sharp, who he works with, so beautiful and said, I'd have to think about it if he asked me. I wouldn't say no right away. And then compared himself and Anson Carter to Patrick Sharp saying, it's good to have a beautiful face that talks well and knows the game because it's totally the opposite when me and Anson get on there. So he's saying that. Also kind of implying that, that Sharp is the beautiful face that talks well and knows the game and Catherine Tappan isn't. Well, no talking. He's, he's implying, he's saying that he and Anson are not beautiful faces that right, talk well but, in the game. I mean, he does, I mean, by extension, like, he doesn't name her, but by extension, that's also, also an implication. Does he not think Anson Carter is beautiful? Because, Amy, Anson Carter's a good-looking man. 
there might be one reason I can think of that someone like Jeremy Roenick might not think that Anson Carter is beautiful. Oh, quite the reasoning, Amy. <laughs> if you guys don't know who Anson Carter is, uh, first of all, why? Second of all, Anson Carter used to play for the Washington Capitals. And do you know what Anson Carter is that is different than uh, Patrick Sharp? Anson Carter is black. Hey, how about? Also, he's extremely handsome. So I don't know what Jeremy... Ronick is... He is, and he's super smart. Ronick is by far the dumbest and ugliest person on that panel. Can we call out the the, the tweet, the the quote that, that Russian Machine tweeted from Ronick tonight? Did you I, see I, it? I didn't see it. Oh, okay. oh, oh, no. You're, I know what you're talking about. All right. Hold on. I need to pull it up because it is a, a, a direct quote. And about Kid I Rock? Give, yes. I got it. Do you want me to read it? Uh, yes, please. When I talk to people about, about you, I say, Kid Rock is the most talented musician, I think, ever on the planet. Because you can put any instrument in your hand or on your mouth, and you can play anything and rock a house and sing any kind of genre. Is that real? Is that really real? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. That's so stupid. That can't be real. That's, it's Jeremy Roenick. Have you seen him, like, do man on the street interviews where he doesn't have anything in front of him except the brain in his head uh, to decide what he's going to say to people. Regrettably, I have. So, I mean, this is so hard to believe. <sighs> that really does throw into sharp perspective the reasoning. He doesn't think Anson Carter is an attractive man, though, doesn't it? I mean... That was my first thought, unfortunately. I mean, but... now that you've you've talked, like you've had given me the quote about how talented he thinks Kid Fucking Rock is. I mean, it's really oh, like a yeah. whole spectrum of things. Yep, he has some red hats at home. I bet. Ugh. I mean, listen, we all of us as Caps fans have some red hats, but it's important what those red hats say on them. Yes, and I would bet that Jeremy Roenick's don't say Washington Capitals. No, they have four words on them. I really had to think about that for a second and count it. <laughs> have some more vodka. I haven't had that much. I literally posted the picture of it on, it's one can. It is, um, let me find. How big is that can? 355 milliliters. And it is, oh my God, it doesn't have the, oh, 8% alcohol by volume. So, That'd be enough to knock my ass out, but... Yeah, well, you and I are not the same person. No. I was looking forward to um, Holiday Extravaganza. To getting drunk together, I Peppermint know. bark shots. I was, like, ready to go buy peppermint bark, and th you were like, yo, I have plague. And I was like, what the fuck, man? And when I told people, they were like, how does she have the plague again? And I'm like, I, I don't know. Because I'm not a healthy person. So, but, you know. Since you watched the Caps game... I did, and the, yes, the Cavs game in question being Cats versus Boston on the 23rd as we record this. I, there were hockey players there. I uh, there, was, the, there was a puck. Game. Anyway. Yeah. Wes McCauley was a ref, but he, he didn't even do good Wes McCauley things. He did at the beginning, and then it all kind of... So did you, see, much. did you see the TJ Oshie hit on McAvoy that everyone's really upset about? No. So um, toward the end of the game, um, and let me send it to you because Pete Blacker, God damn. Blackburn? Yes. Should Holy I just check shit. his Twitter feed? No, I just sent it to you because I had it pulled up. In the Slack you did. Yeah. So it's not great, and I wish TJ hadn't done it. But I think it's made worse by the fact that you can see McAvoy falling as he comes in. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, ow. And, like... Did McAvoy leave the game? Yes. He looks like he might have done something to his knee or his leg. Cassidy says that he's okay. Yeah, and his head hits the boards nasty, too. Yeah. I mean, it's not good. Like, it's a bad hit. It's a, it's a clean hit. It's a bad hit. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I lied it's... earlier. The game was 4-1 when Corey Crawford uh, was pulled. Still, against the devil. Woof. Tonight's a woof night all over the it place, ain't it? It is a weird it? night. Everybody's um, ready to go see Santa Claus. The devils are airing grievances. 
Yeah, they are. Speaking of airing grievances, there was like a brawl. Oh my in goodness! The it was, that was, involved there was Wilson, Ovi, Tom, well, Backstrom, Gudis, and Siegenthaler. Well, no, here's what happened because I watched a quick replay of it because I was like, "Where's that little rat? Where's the little shithead?" All night I was like, "Hit him! Find a shithead! Find him! Hit him!" He really looked um, like a shithead at the end of that fight too, with his like. Tommy took down. Oh, uh, Tommy took down somebody and was on top of that somebody, and while he was like from his, the end where his head was, the rat fink Brad Marchand jumped on top of Tommy, and then like four sure. cats jumped on top of him to pull him off. And once he was peeled off of Tommy, he just skated away because he's a little shit. He didn't skate away. Well, he didn't eat. He didn't try to do anything else. He just wanted to make sure his number was seen on the screen with Tommy's number and nobody else's. Because mm-hmm. that's the kind of shit he is. He didn't start shit. shit. He jumped into shit and then got pulled out of shit. Low and lights. probably still thinks he's a tough guy. Yeah, well, low lights is this game against the brew. I turned the game off. I turned the game off. Well, I didn't turn it off, but I did probably the worst thing I'd ever do during a Caps game, which is leave during play and go outside and smoke a cigarette. Now, with the note that neither of us were watching, like, we weren't, we're not in Boston. Like, yeah, no, no, I'm at my, my mother's house and Julia's at Podcast HQ. And I watched through to not quite the first intermission and then, like, after they scored the fourth goal, I was like, no, nah, I'm done here. My sister, who spent many of her formative years in Minnesota, hates Craig Lachlan's accent, by the way, and makes fun of it. So, you know, we're watching the Cats-Boston game, and she starts making fun of his accent again. I'm like, look, if you really want, I can turn on the Boston feed. She's like, nope. Because, you know, you've listened to the Boston guys oh, call a game. That to the is... Boston guys call a game. It's uh, it's truly an experience. Well, yeah, and she's close enough to noises like that up in Connecticut that she doesn't need to hear them unless she has to. So yeah, more low lights. Caps played the Blue Jackets. Played is uh, did they though? Is did they maybe know? a bold way to put it? I yeah. There look. Here's my theory on all this. Every season has stinker games in it. We haven't put together a string of stinker games. They happen with good games in between. That's a good thing. But we will. And, Julie. What? We cannot win every game, and we cannot win close to every game, because we cannot win the President's Trophy. So why are you getting mad at me for saying we're going to put together a string of stinker games? Because I don't want strings of, like, I want I want happiness sprinkled into my shit. And you can isolate that and use it however you want. <laughs> Just face it. Around the end of January, beginning of February, we're going to lose no. like 10 games straight and everybody is going to be flipping the fuck out. Well, you know what? After tonight, we're not playing Boston again this season. Yeah, well. Do you think it's because we got cocky like we did with Boston the last game against Boston last year? Which was also during our losing streak. And everybody was like, oh, well, we're going to play Boston. It's fine. We always beat Boston. <laughs> Boston was like, fuck you. I think, well, I really think it has, has to do with pro- the proximity of the holiday as well. Oh, yeah. I think Caps, a bunch of them the left Caps for vacation early. Love to play like shit right before a holiday, right before a vacation. Mm-hmm. I mean, but at least, and here's, like, like here's the thing to, like, put it in perspective, is that, like, the Bruins are the second best team in the league. Yeah. At least they haven't been lately. Embarrassing. Like, we ended their shit streak. Yeah, it would have been nice if that hadn't happened against us, but you know what? Whatever. It happens. Yep, so we, we lost to the Bruins, which was embarrassing, and we lost to the Blue Jackets, which was also embarrassing. We did beat the Bruins somewhere in there. We did. Yes. At <laughs> home. Yes? Yes. Yes. That was against Halak, was it not? Yeah, it was Halak. Um, the other two games we played against the Bruins were both against Halak, and then this one was against Rask. See, I just think we have boners for, like, just 
nailing Halak to a wall, but that's just me. Revenge. It's revenge. Revenge um, boners. The other low light. Oh, there should be two low lights. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, there should be. Let's talk about cancer. Fuck cancer. Fuck cancer. Um, Oscar Lindblom, who p- plays for the Philadelphia Flyers. Who we, um, I affect- affectionately refer to as Oscar Wigwam, but I love him. He, um, he's 23 years old. Oi. And he was diagnosed with Ewing sarcoma, which is a type of bone cancer. Um, it is supposed to be highly curable, so good luck to him on that one because it sucks. It does. But, I mean, if you're going to come down with, with, you know, get that diagnosis. Being a professional athlete is probably one of the best positions you can be in because you have access to some of the best care you'll have access to. And also to get the diagnosis of one of the types of cancer that they say is highly curable Mm. is is something that you really like to hear because, I mean, there are that aren't. And, I mean, that's like, so my, my little brother was diagnosed with lymphoma. And they're like, well, you want it to be Hodgkin's because Hodgkin's is, is relatively highly curable. So, and then the other one, um, did you see the tribute pregame tonight? Pre-game, that they aired, yeah, yeah. To um, the Capitals did a pregame tribute on their um, pregame show broadcast. broadcast. Yeah to Alex Louie, who was a young man out of um, the Niagara Falls area who um, was fighting cancer, been fighting cancer since 2017, and had become friends with Alex Ovechkin, and always they always brought him out to Toronto games to see, see the team play, and he was a big Caps fan, and... Um, Unfortunately, he passed away yesterday. Um, at the age of 15. At 15, yes. Um, and if you can, um, please, um, if you have anything, you can donate toward... Fucking cancer. Cancer. <laughs> yeah, fucking cancer. Um, please do so, because that's something that all of us, both of us here, and um, a lot of us are closely affected by. And now that we've been a downer, let's absolutely talk about something else yes please um we beat the bruins we beat the lightning we beat the we swept our season series against the lightning womp womp for the lightning although well, they're getting that bad about it think better i don't know Are the they? bruins can go on a losing streak and still sit where they sit the lightning can't yeah the atlantic is tight the Bruins are like 10 points ahead of everyone else in the Atlantic, but everybody, like that next group of teams, like the Sabres were number two, um, and like they were like, like number six was in like three points of them. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah, I was just pulling up the standings as well. <clears throat> so, Boston's got 53 points. Toronto is now in second with 44. Florida and Buffalo are tied with 41. And Florida's, Good Lord. Florida's got two games in hand over Buffalo. Pittsburgh's in the first wild card spot. And then Tampa Bay has 40 points. Montreal's got 40 points. Ottawa's got 36. And Detroit has 21. Well, Detroit ain't going nowhere except to the draft. Do you think they wish that they had managed to get Taylor Hall? No. Detroit? Yes. So then they could make sure they got the first overall draft pick. Oh, oh, oh. I forgot about that. You're right. You're right. Oh, I think Taylor Hall would have flipped out. Taylor Hall would have been like, uh, excuse me? You'd be like, not today, Satan. Do you know that I played for the Oilers? <clears throat> I'm not doing that shit. And the Devils. And the Devils. Jackuse! He has scored a goal tonight. Has he? So it's four to one. Anybody else interesting? It's five Let me guess. One. Five to one. Jesus. Palmieri had to have scored one I of them. I do not believe that Palmieri has. Who else scores goals on that team? Um, Jacques Hughes has one. Um, Zajac's got a shorthanded. Oh. Severson, John Hayden, and... Oops. You're, you're never gonna... Severson and Hayden. I don't know Hayden. He has apparently not scored since sometime in February of last year, maybe I saw. That's why I said hoops. Um, and, who, and I'll never guess the last one. 
You will not. P.K. Saban? You are correct. <gasps> P.K. Saban scored a goal. P.K. Subban scored a goal. He heard us spiritually talking about him in that bar Friday night. About oh, how oh. he's done. Well, there's something wrong with... I'm going to put a dollar in the dangle jar. They were talking on the dangle podcast the other day about how there's something physically wrong with him. Do you think and so? And he's refusing... Yeah, they, they think it might have something to do with his back. And um, ostensibly, you know, in line with that... The fact that he likes to power lift all the time as part of his training rec- regimen. Mm. And he might have reached the point that that's no longer something that's viable for him to do. But he might not have realized that yet. Interesting. So. Jersey just scored again. Jesus. <laughs> Amy ask what's in the devil's food. 18 seconds into the third period. So it's 6-1? Yipe. Is Chicago like that bad this season? They're not good. But are they that bad? That Jersey's dropping a touchdown? I mean, everybody gets a stinker every once in a while. Clearly. Olympic rules in this shootout, boys. Order of shooters is me, 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 and then me again. I'm fucking TJ Yoshi. Amy, I I know, it's horrible. I would like to talk to you about some thyroids. Oh, yes. Which ones in particular? I would specifically like to speak with you regarding David Pasternak's holiday garments. I mean, he had to wear garments, didn't he? It would have been nice if he had, like, holiday undergarments. You saw him, right? I did. How did you... How, 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 how are you feeling? I, I, I approve. So, did you, like, specifically, can we talk about how... He's got the red and green plaid suit, the red and yes. green plaid bow tie, with yes. a little holly sprig in the middle of it, yes. and... It should have been mistletoe, but go on. And red and green plaid bunny ears, with, with the mistletoe sprig. Or not mistletoe, holly sprig. Again, should have been mistletoe. Mistletoe is what you reserve for your dick. Look, these boys can't put mistletoe on their dick in public. We've got to put mistletoe somewhere. Listen, I love David Pasternak. I know you do. Did you see the... I posted the full pregame, like, their looks from the other night, two nights ago. Oh, from the, from the 21st. From the Instagram, yeah. So it's it's Brad's ugly... Everybody in a silly, silly suit. Brad's, like, ugly Christmas suit, but he's got the plaid coat with the fur collar. Oh, God. And then somebody, I don't recognize, I don't know these you men. You think he Joe Namath. Go on. Somebody else has got on the ugly suit with the collar, with the tie, ugly suit, suit jacket. Somebody else has like a very nice, almost velvet looking jacket with the driving gloves, but he's got the Christmas tree tie. Then of course there's Pasternak. Um, I don't recognize this man, but he's got a uh, ugly Christmas sweater on. There's a lion on some. I liked our Capitals boys looks, especially Captain. Captain who wore his Santa outfit oh, very nicely. Oh, maybe it'll tell me which one is wearing the. Anders Bjork is the one wearing Bjork, the Bjork, Bjork. the uh, very fine looking tie that I enjoyed. Um, yes, I did that when he scored against us tonight. Uh, also leaned into some ugly Christmas uh, suits. They sure did. Although, Big Handsome did not lean quite as far as he could have. Listen, he felt like he needed to draw the line at the pants, and I think that's okay. Oh, come on. If you're going to get silly, just fucking get silly. Maybe the pants wouldn't fit. I mean, it's true. They don't custom make those suits. You just got to buy those ugly... Buy them for $15. Ugly motherfuckers off the rack and hope for the best. Right? But yes, Captain wore his Santa suit very well. He looked very cute. Also... We have to talk about the W magazine that the Caps put out. Well, yes, you purchased said magazine. I have not had the chance to look at it in all of its glory. So please do tell. It is a full-size magazine. Yes, it is half ads, but it's delightful. Most magazines are. Um, Each cap has their own little feature thing. Um, Several of them are about fashion, which is Uh... nice. 
Each of them have like Wilson. Wait, uh, which one? I'm trying to figure out which ones are about fashion. Wilson's no. Holbies be- no. What? Holbies is about music. Oh. Wilson's is about um, 43's friends. Holbies is about music. Gudis's is about fashion. Um, really? Yeah. Carlson's is about golf. By the way, upon first viewing of Radko Gudis during Saturday night's game, Sarah said, that's a beard. Yes. Did you hear them say, um, they interviewed him and said thanks to Radko Gudis and his beard after no. one of the intermission interviews? Not tonight, no. a different I night. mean, it's pretty close to being its own sentient being. Yes. Yeah, his was about fashion, and Obi's was, like, a whole, like, history of his time with the Capitals, and Hathaway's was about Hath's heroes, Nick Dowd's was about the charity that he does, which, Dowd's crowd, um, which I like the idea of it, because they do, like, a sensory bag for people, like, but I don't like that they work with Autism Speaks. I, this is going to make me sound like a person who is not in the know, but I am not in the know. Why do we not like Autism Speaks? So, Autism Speaks is kind of, um, the way they work is kind of looking at autistic people as something you could cure. Mm. And not as people. Like, it's not. Interesting. And mostly it's about them making money. It's kind of like Komen. Mm-hmm. Like, I would, like, as a comparable, I would say Autism Speaks is pretty much like Coleman for breast cancer. It's, well, okay, that, that, that makes some sense. It's just about making money. It's not about actually helping people. But And then probably and building a brand for themselves, but yes. Right, so I hate that it's it's partnered with them, but I do think it's a good idea. And I noticed that when I was walking into the game, Friday Saturday night there are stickers on the doors about yes I noticed that the last time I walked into the the help with the sensory experience mm-hmm so that's really cool yeah um what else that was in there I wish I could remember I can't remember what Ponix was about um, Backstrom can't remember what Backstrom was about and I read it and I don't remember um Veronica's was about yoga <laughs> not his naked yoga friend though I mean, that would have been interesting. Um, Ellers was about um, his um, foundation or the work that the charity work that he does in Denmark. Um, I don't remember. Koozies was about his kids. No. Dima's was about his son. What about the kitten? Uh, Samsonov's was about being being new mm. to like the whole experience. Um, Travis Boyd. Sarah doesn't think it's nice that I call him a kid. But he is he a looks kitten. Like one. Um, Travis Boyd had an article in there. Um, and I can't remember what it was about. And what about Big Handsome? His was about travel and about uh, having gone to Thailand over the summer. Um, who else is on this team? Um, you've been through a bunch of Kepney. His was about fashion. Oh. There were, like, three or four that were about different fashion things and, like, three or four that were about different charity things and, like, some that were different about different... Oh, what about, John, I have five heads, Carlson? Golf. It was about golf. And I didn't oh, read it. I was like, John, I do not care. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. That um, was the other thing. Sarah was listen. like... Sarah looked at Dad Cohen and said, he has a really big forehead. I said, he is not the only defenseman on this team with a really big forehead. Listen, his head is just big. It's not that his forehead is big. His head is big. His, all of him is big. That's what she said. I meant it. I know. We're gonna talk about my Electra complex one day. <laughs> um, and all the photos in it are gorgeous. So I can imagine. You can look at it the next time. You can look at it while you're here babysitting my dogs. Yay. In the back cave. And I then, promise I won't make the pages stick together. Of course. Oh. God, fucking <laughs> nasty ass bitch. What the fuck is wrong with you? I've been hanging out with my crazy family. Forgive me. Jesus Christ. I spent like eight hours yesterday in the presence of my cousins and their children. Oh, that explains a lot. Talk to me about my anxiety. <laughs> then the Caps released their holiday video. 
<gasps> Did they? Which is a take. Oh, you haven't seen it? I made my family watch it three times. No. I made my family <laughs> watch it three times. Okay. Did you watch the outtakes? They hate me. Did you watch the outtakes too? I have not watched the outtakes yet. Oh my God. Now make them watch the outtakes three times. Okay. Four times. When we're done with this. So uh, the out the video is basically a takeoff of Mariah Carey doing All I Want for Christmas is You with the roots of Jimmy Fallon with... Uh, I mean, it is. That's the recording. Yeah. With... What's it? Uh, what's it called? Kindergarten toys. Uh, Little Kids Musical Instruments. And um, Brayden Holtby once again proves that he is tone deaf. Oh and, my uh, god. That poor Does man, he? he really wants to be a musician, but he really cannot sing. I guess it's unfair to say he's tone deaf because I assume he's decent at playing guitar. Maybe he's not and nobody will tell him. Somebody would tell him. His mama would tell him. He cannot sing. Right. Um, but what would you I'm say? So anyway, they're all doing this like with their little like little kid instruments. Dude, I just watched I just took one opportunity to just like sort of self ISO cam Ovi and that stupid little accordion. And that shit is the funniest shit in the video. It's not even the best no, it's not. You know it's not the funniest shit. No, it's not. The podcasters are. Listen. Listen. <laughs> what would you Look, say? They were, they were okay. They were okay. Funny when they came up the first time. The second time. The second time with the hood zipped up. Holy shit! I fucking lost it. I was. Melanie was in the bathroom getting ready to leave to take the dog to her dad this morning, and I'm like cackling on the couch, fucking losing it, fucking losing it because of this. The second time they pop up. And Nick Dowd and Garnet Hathaway are wearing these zip onesies, like the full zip onesies that go all the way With up the hoods. your head. And they are utilizing them in the best way possible. Oh my god. Do you think, again, you're going to yell at me and call me a freak. Do you think either of them owns anything else that zips up over their face? You know, I hadn't thought about it. Bet Daniel Chara does. I'm willing to place a significant amount of money on a bet that Zidane Chara does. I like Maybe how that's, that's immediately now. what I went to. Like, Well, because he has other accoutrements. Listen. listen. He has a fucking bed. It's a fucking bed. Not a fucking bed, but a fucking bed. Fucking bed. For fucking. <laughs> For fucking. Which is, you know. Like, you could sleep there, but... um. I mean, could you? His body would... I mean, how big is that bed? It's got... It's like, you have to get that shit custom made at that height. Oh, I'm sure. Anyway, so there are outtakes, and there is a point in the outtakes where the producer lady is talking to Carl Hagelin like he is the golden retriever. Oh, no. Which I think is my... Oh, no. Does pretty sweet need directions? Which, uh, which... Well, she's asking him if he knows the song. Oh, no. Which he does. But I mean, they, who you gotta live literally live under a rock. I think she says to him, well, "You're a good boy," like literally, like he is the golden retriever. I mean, are we sure is the golden retriever in the shot? No. Oh God. Okay. No. And then um, there's another outtake where um, Dowd and Hathaway have Captain. Oh no! And they are going to town. I am sure okay, you, I'm gonna have to watch it. In your life, have danced your dog around much to your dog's oh, yes. dismay, and that was what Captain was getting. And Captain was like, "I don't know if I like this, but I'm gonna lick you in the face anyway." We have listener questions. We do quite a little flurry of them. What would you put? Oh, from Elizabeth Ann. What would you put under the tree of your hockey boyfriends? Amy, me for your hockey boyfriend wrapped in a bow. I would like instructions on how to stop a fucking puck after tonight's game. Yeah, I could provide him with those. Um, and it's sad that I could provide him with those. Um, you know, I might give him some some chord progressions for songs that don't originate in Canada or from Jack Johnson. Ugh. Um. Yeah, I'm Amy, like, let's talk about... Uh, I don't want to talk about it because it's not good. It's not good. I showed it he to He put Melanie. a Spotify list there out there of his top 10 or whatever. They're all shit. Well, they're not They're good. all like college dudes who want to look really like 
sensitive and important so that girls will like follow them around like ducklings and go oh when they see him on campus oh my god like, like i can't hate no. on the fucking city and color thing because i used to listen to city and color when i was in college and uh, right college see which was apparently 10 years ago no 11 years ago so uh brayden brayden holtby's playlist i don't like it half of it i've never even heard and don't care to Sturgill Simpson. Okay. Uh, Louis Armstrong. Okay. Like, you can't get mad because it's Louis, Ar- Louis Armstrong. It's it's like a classic. It's like, like whatever. Gary Clark Jr., who yeah. I've heard. I like him, like, as a guitarist. I don't care for his voice. Look, maybe it's the same thing with Braden Holby. But we don't know because no. we haven't heard him play guitar. Braden Holby can't sing. Right, but you said, I like him as a guitarist. I don't care for his voice. Okay, but that doesn't mean he can't... I'm not saying he can't sing. I'm saying I don't care for his voice. Bring Hope uh, can't sing. Okay, I like, get it. Like, let's not... Let's give Gary Clark Jr. his due. Brayden Hope he can't sing. Got it. Um, I don't care about the Avett brothers. Like I said, Sitting Color I used to listen to in college, so, like, I can't hate, but <clears> also... <throat> Culture Wall I've never heard of. <clears throat> Jack Johnson. My buzzers are ones I've never heard... Jack Johnson just gets the big boo from me. I told Melanie. Jack Johnson is to musicians as Dane Cook is to comedians. Oh, shit. The White Stripes, who you know I hate. I know, but I have a soft spot for them. I just, I can't stand Jack White's voice. I can't fucking stand it. Matchbox 20. Oh, God. How old is he? Like, younger than me? That shit was popular when I was in college. Anyway. And the track Jiggly Hip, which I... Yeah, okay. I told Melanie... <coughs> I yeah. was surprised that he didn't I can't eat that. Rayla Montaigne, but like... Dude, my sister's into that shit. Like, it's so weird. Like, can his mom sing? Does she Does she not tell him that he can't sing? Does he know? I just keep She's coming back... She's his mother. I keep coming back to that. My mom would have told me. I mean, she might have. But how many times do you actually listen to your mother? My mom didn't tell me I couldn't sing. But right, but... We both know that I can. Right, but I'm saying, if your mom says, Brayden, honey, we need to talk about your singing. It's not singing. What are the guarantees that he doesn't go... Mom doesn't know what she's talking about. She's a professional. She does know what she's talking about. Well, we've had discussions on how professional she is. She wanted On a scale work. of, like, yeah, so did... I don't know. Jody Watley. From JG, what the hell happened to the Caps social media team? Shocking in a very good way, the content we yearned for. Who are they? So, the Caps got a new in- social media intern this year. Well, and they also had good subject matter to work with. Like, give anybody a puppy and they can be good at shit. Yeah, but they've done, like, did you see the tweet tonight during the game that said, well, at least it's not an upside down two? No! Yeah! Right. It's the new intern. Um, I don't know who they are, but it seems like they actually maybe know something about their audience for once. So look, can we take a brief sidebar and talk about knowing something about their audience and casino night? Oh my god. Yeah. So everybody's pissed. Yeah. Every everybody is pissed. And like I get that you're earning more money for charity. But at the same time... Why not do both? Just a suggestion. Why I mean, not... Like, that wouldn't my, be difficult. What I said to Miranda, because this all came out while she and I were driving to New Jersey, is why have that kind of event for a corporate sponsor? Because that doesn't, doesn't really give make a sense. Shit. Yeah. Like, where's the incentive for them? Unless, unless you're changing... Like all of the silent auction and, no, they're getting and rid- they're getting live rid- auction bidding. They're getting rid of all the auction stuff, is what it said. Oh, see, I didn't see that part. Um, well, yeah, because those corporations aren't going to sit around. So, what it, what is it become then? You just go and play fake casino games with the boys? I guess I don't know. It does not make sense. In which case, I don't know. Make the. I would be okay. With them making this decision, if the other season ticket holder events that they had for people weren't such shit shows. That's what Miranda said. But here's the thing. Casino Night raised like $400,000 last year. Yeah, Joe Schmo's around here. 
How the fuck kind of money you throw around? People come in from out of town to go. The other thing, though, is, and I, you know, I, there are a few sides of this that I can see. And the one side of it that I saw for the last two years is people are starting to show up to the venue to hang outside of it mm. to get the perks of what people who paid good money inside to get. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So the autograph hounds show up who didn't put up a shit ton of money for charity and, you know, and anything else and didn't, you know, pay for the privilege. Um, and m- more showed up last year than did the year before. And I think if they make it a corporate event, less of that might happen. We'll see, but I doubt it. I think it'll make it worse. Well, then they created a problem then, didn't they? Um, I don't know. It's been getting, you know, the event's been getting larger and larger in terms of attendance. I think they've, you know, they've gone from the venue they were at before they were at the MGM was decidedly smaller. Um, and they had it in a different place. They had it at the Sheraton over by, over in Arlington two times, maybe three times that I was there. And then they started having it at the MGM. I think those are the only two places they had it. But, you know, they've already sucked in a corporate sponsor by saying, hey, MGM, you're hosting. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. It just seems really, even though it's a charity event, it seems really disingenuous. Yeah. For them to make that decision. It's not good. Oh, and you know what? Make hockey and heels better. And we'll go to that every year. But if you make it the same program every year, guess what? I'm going to hockey and heels for my first time. But see, you've never been, so that it'll be cool for you. But if you go next year, it'll be the same program with different people. And sometimes not different people. They always have a panel with Locker and Joby, and sometimes Courtney. They always have a panel with the nutritionist. They always have a panel with the yoga lady. Um, the only thing that changes year over year really is what what players are going to be there. And it's usually the youngins. Is Jonas going to be there? Have they announced who's going to be there yet? Mm-mm. It's usually the youngins who are new to the team. You've got a pretty good chance of having Jonas be there. I have a pretty good chance. I mean, anybody who's going to it this year has a pretty good chance. I would I would venture a guess it will be Jonas. Oh, we Kitten. talked about uh, Jonas, Samsonov, and... Um... Shit, Boyd probably, or Dowd or Hathaway, or both. Please, please give me Dowd and Hathaway. Hey, if they're scheduled, you bring some pucker up business cards with you. <laughs> I always have them. They're in my wallet. I'm not like you. <laughs> Shush. There's some in my wallet right now. So, mm-hmm. but they're not always there. No, they're not always there. All right. So I took us off on a casino night tangent. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's okay. Which, from Elizabeth Ann, which hockey team would have the best New Year's party? Obviously the Capitals. Oh, yeah. By a long shot. I feel like the Dallas Stars could put one in pretty hard. Um, put one in pretty hard. Look, if PK no, were in charge what? of planning, the Devils could, could hit it. You know who probably, I would say the Rangers, but they all seem like they suck as human beings. But I feel like. Pretty much. But I feel like Mika could throw a good party and wouldn't invite any of the ones who suck. See, I feel the same way about PK and the Devils. Because you know you're going but, into New York to have your party. True. Panarin would just host it at the Russian Tea Room and call it a fucking night. Um, those are the only ones that I can think of. Like maybe the Leafs, like no. the youngins on the Leafs, might like get themselves. No. no, they'd have such a good party that they'd get themselves in trouble. Yeah, we know that Austin doesn't know how to comport himself when he's drunk. Mm. Mm. Um, so definitely the Washington Capitals. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they win. Unlike tonight in hockey. Mm. Which, another one from Elizabeth Ann. Can we make an appointment to have Gary explain himself for everything? He never would. He doesn't even I mean, know. we could make an appointment with him and we could ask him questions. I don't think he'd answer them. Although, that's what you said, he seemed to be very forthcoming when hit with some hard questions by Black, Black, Black Girls Hockey Club. I need to inform you. Yes? The New Jersey Devils, uh, the extra kick is good. Holy hell! <laughs> is the game over? No! <laughs> Where are we in the game? 
how many how many minutes a minute left? and 40 seconds left oh okay i was gonna say we've got it we've we've been doing this for a little while now it's got to be pretty close to over yeah it started at eight rangers five ducks one <sighs> Sounds flames good. five stars one that was yesterday stars didn't play tonight you're right one moment let's look at this list again we know Cavs Bruins seven no. one. Oilers and Canucks are tied. Avalanche is beating no. Vegas. Oilers and Canucks is not tied. They say one one on my phone. It's two one. Well, perhaps I should try to refresh this. Colorado's three one over Vegas. Uh, St. Louis is four one over L. A. Minnesota beat Calgary three to nothing. That wild ass Toronto and Carolina game happened. Dude, what happened? I missed that. Um, I'm looking I, at the score, which is eight to six. For yeah, those of you who don't like know. Toronto went up and then they went down and then they went back up because I don't know. I can't wait to see the LFR for that shit. Um, Tampa Bay. Three Dude, the Wild beat Calgary. Yeah, three nothing. Tampa Bay beat Florida six to one. New York Islanders lost to Columbus. Philadelphia beat New York five to one. Suck it, New York. Oh, Nashville beat Arizona. No. Montreal smoked Winnipeg. Looks that way. Hot damn. I'm gonna assume that the Devils are my team that's winning tonight. Um, just. I I I think that might be a safe assumption. Unexpected. Julie, on Friday, your Bruins play your Sabers. Not my Bruins. I mean. No, the Bruins are not one of my teams anymore. Even with pasta. Even with pasta. Like, what? I can think a guy is hot and not have... Oh, by the way, um, Steve is getting us two tickets to Pig in the Rank. Yes! And I told him that you were there to hear his astonishing chirping skills. At which point, he immediately went, well, if we're not winning, she's not going to hear shit. He's like, I don't mouth off if they're beating us. Coward. Well. Um... From Elizabeth Ann. She had a lot of questions this week. Do you think there will be more fallout from the new rule about abuse in the league? Um, I mean, is it a new rule? It is. I mean... I can see this going two ways. There's a new program that goes over... Like, what's the new... I'm sounding like a dum-dum here, but I really don't know. What's the new rule? Thou shalt not abuse? I thought well, that, that was always implied. Well, that they're actually going to take it seriously and do something about it, I think. So there's two ways that this can go. Either more dirty laundry is going to get aired, or it's going to get shoved deeper under the rug. I think it depends on how successful a team is as the season rolls on. Well. On both counts. Based on what I know of the NHL, I'm going to go with the latter. Well, again, I think it depends on how successful... And um, the last question is also from Elizabeth Ann, and it is a, where do players such as Holtby, uh, JoJo, Jamie Benn, Ovi, Nick Backstrom, Verona, Kepney, Closure, and Taylor Hall fit on this spectrum? So, this is a tweet from um, Kala who, after some thorough focus group testing, we've determined that all hockey players fit on this spectrum. Which is a... Hi, Lainey. Which is a (laughs) chart where the top is a mom, the bottom is a baby, the left side is feral, and the right side is thought. So... T-H-O-T. Yes. Thought. So... Look, Hopi has a dot just this side of feral, just above it, like just above it into the mom so that he's Holby, actually, Holby's definitely a feral. just this side of feral Holby's got big mom energy I was just gonna say and about halfway up the mom big mom little bit feral like a mama cat um like a feral mama cat so one time when I worked at the one time when so I, he can teach the kitten no one time when I worked at this cat rescue I had to go uh, get these cats that were microchipped to us, and I had to go out to the PG County Animal Shelter. And um, they were in the bottom cage, Mm. and there was a feral mama cat in the top cage, and she had a little kitten sitting there. And I had to get these cats from the bottom cage into my carriers and take them, you know, 
So while I'm trying to stuff them into these carriers, this feral mama cat that's in the top is like clawing at my head the whole time. That's Brayden Holby. Just that sounds about right. smacking wildly. That sounds about right. I don't know that I could truly rate. Well, no. Marcus is none of these things. Thank you. Good night. Wilson is just on the thought side of feral and thought, but on 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 the baby end. Like Andre Burkowski is not one of the ones we're supposed to be rating, but he's like Alabama baby thought all the way, like catty corner. He is to an the, Alabama baby to thought. the center of the axis, like ninety degrees between thought and baby. Oh yeah. You know, you know. Um, oh, yeah. Jamie Ben, also your mom friend, but your thought friend, too. Mm. Also your cow friend. Your bovine babe. Ovi um, is your mom thought friend as well. Is he, though? I mean, mm. you see him throwing people all over the ice tonight. There's some pharaoh in him. Yeah, but mostly mom thought. Because Nick Nick Backstrom is the the... The, the feral mom, the yes. The exact opposite of Andre Burakovsky. Yes, yes. Um, baby V is uh, Baby Thought. Not as extremely as... No, uh, put him in the middle. Like if you drew a straight line <laughs> from the corner where Andre was and put it in the like middle the of the middle. square. Yeah. Uh, Kempney, Kempney also mom thought, but like closer to the center of the axis. We should repost this little little graphic for folks to reference you are you are when, welcome to do that when i finally well i'll do it when i finally get this up um close okay. definitely feral not really a baby he's like on the feral side of the spectrum he needs to be a feral not quite too far up the mom a but feral he, thought could he be no Claude used to be but now now he's like your mom friend now that they've given him some rookies and he's older no, and he is a dad. He has a baby Tiny Roo. Tiny baby. Really cute baby Roo. Taylor Hall is definitely a thought, but I don't know which one. A mom. Yeah, he's a mom. Like, and I hate saying this, but only because I could see him in drag as a mom. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, I don't know. Like in yoga pants and a little, you know, little grocery shopping outfit. His hair up in a ponytail, little headband. I'm just saying. He's like soccer mom, mom energy. Oh, yeah. So, so feral and not a thought, really. Soccer, mm. soccer moms are fucking feral, and you know it. True. You're right. You're right. So, we are now going on our holiday hiatus after this episode. We are. We've come to the end of the line. Are we going to sing a song? Uh huh. Okay. We will return to you sometime in January, God willing, and the fish don't bite. And uh, I'm going to the Winter Classic. And, and hopefully nothing happens to Julie at the Winter Classic. I might get in jail. Look, I don't have any money to come bail you out. I'll make my brother do it. you crunching your ice like crazy, girl. I'm doing it with my straw. I'm sorry. I feel like I need to do a shot before we sing a song. Anyway, holiday hiatus until January, which um, our holiday hiatus is a little shorter this year than it was last year because we got a little bit delayed on doing this one. That's fine. Because plague. Plague. I'm going to the Winter Classic. Amy's going to be going to some Caps games. Amy's going to dog sit while I'm out of town. I'm going to take care of the Henri. So now we will perform for you a Christmas song we wrote. We? Well, you helped. I contributed some feedback. <laughs> Listen, I was laying in bed. I was like doing rent last night in my head. And I know with your corny asleep. shit at the beginning of this podcast. I couldn't fall asleep. Like, act like you don't know rent, you fucking theater kid. I, you know, I probably know those as far as you got in the filking is as much of that beginning of that song that I know by heart. I'm about like you were at our house watching rent i know we live. Got, I, I didn't say i didn't like rent i'm just saying i don't know it well how embarrassing for you <laughs> you need to keep all of that in or i will hurt you snort again do it you're gonna make me <laughs> you're my favorite ever version of this song is um 
The Muppet version is the best. No, Taking Back Sunday does a cover of it that's pretty fucking funny. I like the Muppet version, and I like the Mackenzie Brothers version. Have you heard the Mackenzie Brothers version? Uh-uh. Oh, someday I will play it for you, but I will tell you that it on the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a beer. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, halfway through the song, when they get to, and a beer, one of them goes, in a tree. I'll have to, you'll, you'll have to look it up on the YouTubes when we're done. On the first day of Christmas, the hockey gave to me a cup by the name of Stanley. On the second day of Christmas, the hockey gave to me two brothers Ben and a cup by the name of Stanley. <laughs> on, on the third day of Christmas, the hockey gave to me three bro beans, two brothers Ben and a cup. By the name of Stanley. You know what the best thing about this song is? What? You don't actually have to be any kind. Brayden Holtby can sing this song. That's right. On the fourth day of Christmas, the hockey gave to me four fired coaches, three bro beans, two brothers Ben, and a cup by the name of Stanley. On the fifth day of Christmas, the hockey gave to me five heart-shaped sweets. Four fire coaches, three bro beans, two brothers, Ben, and a cup by the name of Stanley. <laughs> I wish, I wish I had them like stuck to my fingers and I could just like <laughs> jazz hands. You could make that happen. There may be five within easy reaching distance. I'm thinking. Oh wait, the one that was on my, oh wait, no. I was going to say the one that was on my computer is gone, but I actually moved that one. We're on six. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> on the sixth day of Christmas, the hockey came to me. How bad are the devil's five heart-shaped sweet? <laughs> Four fired coaches, three bro beans, two brothers men, and a cup by the name of Stanley. On the seventh day of Christmas, the hockey gave to me. Brad Marchand licking, how bad are the devil's five heart-shaped sweets? Four fired coaches, three bro beans, two brothers Ben, and a cup by the name of Stanley. I feel, I wish people could see us, because I really am doing jazz hands. <laughs> I'm waving my hands in the air when I sing, especially with the five heart-shaped sweets. A fist pump. <laughs> fist pump. <laughs> <laughs> on the eighth day of Christmas, the hockey gave to me Obi from the office, Brad Marsh and Licking. How bad are the devils? Five hardships sweet. Four fired coaches, three bro beans, two brothers, then, and a cup by the name of Stanley. On the ninth day of Christmas, the hockey gave to me. Nine gritties dancing, Obi from the office, Brad Marchand licking, how bad are the devils? Five heart-shaped sweets. Four. <laughs> yeah, but I'm starting this one over again. No, just keep going. Four fire coaches, three bro beans, two brothers Ben, and a cup by the name of Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> on the 10th day of Christmas the hockey gave to me what's the message Gary nine gritties dancing Obi from the office Brad Marchand licking how bad are the devils five heart shaped sweets four fired coaches three bro beans two brothers men and a cop by the name of Stanley on the 11th day of Christmas, the hockey gave to me tons of stick infractions. What's the message, Gary? Nine gritty dancing, Ovi from the office, Brad Marchand licking. How bad are the devils? Five heart-shaped sweets. Four fired coaches, three bro beans, two brothers Ben, and a cop by the name of Stanley. Henry just woke up and barked during that one. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he's like, Ugh. what? He's mad. He's like, this is bullshit. I didn't sign up for this. 
On the 12th day of Christmas, the hockey gave to me. Steve dangles screaming, tons of stick infractions. What's the message, Gary? Nine gritties dancing. Ovi from the office. Brad Martian licking. How bad are the devils? Five shaped sweets. Four fired coaches. Coaches three, bro. Beans, two brothers, brothers, Ben. And a cup. By, By the, the name, name of Stan Lee. Melanie's going to be pissed. She's going to come in here. <laughs> <laughs> You need to roll it back and play her. The- well, just play the last verse. Then she'll get it. So now that the dog is pissed. I mean, truly, what else is new? Remember that the 12 days of Christmas are the days between... Christmas Day, and Epiphany, Epiphany. which happens on January 6th, and not the 12 days leading up to Christmas. We're not being pedantic, we're just right. You can message us on Twitter at PuckerUpPodcast. You can email us at PuckerUpPod at gmail.com. You can visit our website at PuckerUpHockey.com, and we have a Patreon at Patreon.com slash PuckerUpPodcast, where you can currently listen to last year's holiday song, but only the shitty version that we didn't post for everyone, where I realized I I, this year we're going to post the shitty version for everyone. Yeah, you just get one version this year. We recorded like a shitty version where we realized I didn't actually know the melody of the song. And this year you just get what you get, folks. Next year we'll do better. Maybe. Um, <laughs> no promises. You can get that for the low, low cost of five whole dollars. And um, human dollars. Which we Bitcoin. use wisely and towards other fun podcasty type things. Yes, if you donate to us $5, this is that keeps our. Uh, I would love to say it keeps the lights on, but really what it does is keeps the SoundCloud up and running. Which is more important. <laughs> yeah, the SoundCloud is kind of how we bring this podcast to you. So, in that, uh, the spirit of the holidays, happy second night of Hanukkah. Happy third night of Hanukkah by the time I get this edited, probably. Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas Eve, Eve. <laughs> Merry Christmas Eve by the time I get this up and edited. Probably. Happy uh, Festivus. Happy Festivus. For the rest of us. For the rest of us. Hope you got your grievances aired. I hope you won all your feats of strength. I hope you get everything you wanted. I hope you get some cool hockey shit. I already got some cool hockey shit. And I hope you eat lots of junk food. And latkes. Oh, I don't do latkes. We have friends that do latkes. I know we, you and I both have friends that do lockers. We tried to do lockers. We tried to crowdsource suggestions for the holiday song this year, but our funniest friends are Jewish, so that really hit a wall. Yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of how it works, right? Yeah, no, Jews are just funnier than Gentiles. It's it is what it is. Oh, All right, everybody, happiest of the happy happies, and um, thanks for and listening, we'll see, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening for another year, and we'll see you in January. Bye. Bye.